Chris Watkin back again with Neil Whitfield, who is the king of property details. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Chris. Um, Neil, you're an ex-estate and letting agent, and now you help uh, estate and letting agents write their own brochures. Um, what I want to talk to you today is why are so many estate agents and letting agents so bad at marketing? Talk to me. Well, I think there's a number of reasons. And uh, one of them is that they take far too short term a view of their marketing. When you say marketing, are we talking about marketing their services to get more listings or the marketing of the properties or both? Well, that's another one of the problems because um, it's one of the few industries where you haven't just got one potential client or customer. You've actually got, if you think about it, four. If you, if you do sales and lettings, you've got vendors, landlords and buyers mm -hmm. and tenants, each of which should have a different approach. But many agents don't pick up on that and they don't tailor the message. What? So it's, so it's one message to everyone? It is. Um, and, so uh, let me guess. Listing, 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 listing. This is how awesome we are, market share graph, listing, listing, listing. Is that? Yeah, we've just taken somebody on, look at the awards that we've won, this sort of thing. So, um, how big our what's names are. Egg, egg, yeah. Um, so, really, they should have a, a, a different strategy for speaking to vendors, different strategy for speaking to landlords, a different strategy for attracting buyers, and a different strategy for attracting tenants. Okay, well, so we've got them. Okay, so let's break that one down. You've got the messaging. Yeah. And you've got the method of how to get the message to the person. So yeah. would you use different? Okay. So when we say different ways to get the message, so you've got social media or you've got different subsections of social media, should you, should estate agents be focusing on ones, you know, like Facebook only for landlords or, or LinkedIn only for this, or can you mix the platforms up with the messages? Well, the message is, a gazillion times more important than the media anyway. And, and that is one of the other reasons why agents get it so wrong that they, you ask an agent, what marketing are you doing? Nine times out of 10, they'll say, I'm doing Facebook ads or I'm doing leaflets. And that doesn't tell you what marketing they're doing. They it just, just tells you what the, what the delivery method the is. The media. Of the media, where? yeah. So if, if they spent the time on the message and got the message right, that they tend to just obsess about the media, then they'd, they'd have much better results. Yes, it's like agents saying, I do leaflet dropping, I do Facebook adverts, I do Google AdWords, yeah. when in reality, it's, what you're saying is that it's the message, not the medium. Yeah, okay. um, you know, you see in all the Facebook groups, do leaflet works? And the answer is yes or no. So what are the big traps with regard to the message that agents get wrong? Because it's the marketing message, because all marketing is, is trying to persuade someone to do something. Yeah. What are the traps that agents go wrong with? Um, talking far too much about them and not enough about who they're actually trying to attract is, is the key one. Why do you think estate agents are so egotistical with their marketing then, if they're all they're doing is talking about themselves? Um, I don't necessarily think they're egotistical. I just think they find it easier to talk about themselves because, because that, that's, that's what they know. Whereas it needs a bit of thought to actually get into the head of whoever it is they're trying to attract. Because it's like when I'm writing a, a property listing. As far as I'm concerned, the property listing is there to attract the ideal buyer or tenant. I know a lot of agents write the listings 
as a, as a means of attracting a vendor. I see that as a secondary benefit. Certainly, I was speaking to Sam Ashdown last week, and she writes her beautiful brochures as a means of attracting future vendors with the ideal buyer as their secondary audience. And it was interesting because I take the opposite approach. The listing is there to attract the buyer. You will get the benefit of vendors seeing it, liking the way that you do it, liking the approach that you take. But, but you're spending all the money on Rightmove and really you should be concentrating on, on getting that ideal buyer and, and, or tenant. I mean, we're filming this in July 2023, and let's look at the residential sales market. The market appears to be turning slightly from very much a seller's market into a buyer's market. So probably your point of view could be more relevant as the year goes on if we do turn into a buyer's market. Um, it could, yes. But I mean, even when the market was hot and you know agents were able to, to basically sell a property without going to too much effort, from my point of view, there's never a better time to actually go to that effort because you're trying to differentiate yourself from all the other competitors. You're trying to command a, a better than Billy Basic fee. So I'm a firm believer in how you do one thing is how you do everything. And you know, showing that you do go the extra mile, you do think about how to professionally market the property. When you could go, oh, I could just stick it on right move and I could go out the door in five minutes. It is a great argument to to present to a potential vendor when they're saying well hold on him down the so, around the road is is 10 percent so so in reality so, so in reality it, it i've always thought the brochure which you're saying is part of your marketing even though it's marketing to sell the house is also designed not only to get new vendors but also attract your existing vendor by showing you the quality of the work yeah but I think one of the differences that I was talking to Sam Ashdown about was I am not in the habit of trying to blow smoke up the vendor's bum. So I think if you are, then you're far more likely to write the glowing polysyllabic superlatives about the property because you want the vendor to like the brochure. Sometimes, you know, if the property isn't that great, the best tactic is actually to say the property isn't that great. Okay, we've slipped into brochures. Let's bring it back because we're talking about marketing. Okay. So, so the the mar okay. So, marketing to attract vendors and landlords versus marketing to attract buyers and tenants. Yeah. Okay. So the brochure and the photographs have got an awful long way to get the buyers and the and the and the tenants in. Yep. Okay. Let's bring it back to attracting landlords and vendors to an agency using marketing. Okay. So, having too short term an approach. I think is is key because you can you can run a Facebook ad to a valuation tool and have leads coming in pretty much within 24 hours, which is great. And I think agents should be doing that. But you need something which is more long term and sustainable because there is a difference in quality between a lead that comes through that route and a lead who has got to know you over six months, 12 months, two years, something like that. And you end up having a very different conversation and I would say a better conversation with someone who you've been able to nurture. But, but it, it, it's, too, it's too big a gap for a lot of agents and it's, it's too much of a commitment for many of them. They prefer the quicker fix. 
but even when you do get the quicker fix, which I mean, I re they reckon that probably only five or ten percent of instant valuation leads actually come on the market straight away. Yep. But in total, nearly thirty percent do. Yeah. Why are agents very good at nurturing them through the six or twelve months? Well, well, they just they just aren't. You know, it's very much a case of if if. Do you think other industries are like that, or is it just particularly a estate agency that we play the short game? Uh, I think estate agents are, are, are worse than in other industries, um, and and I think there is more a culture of of nurturing for the long term. If you look outside the industry, as I have done, um, it's very much it, it's almost if if it's not landed by the end of the month, it's dead to me. Move along. Whereas really, you know, you need to have a long term nurturing campaign. Email is absolutely key um, to that. And I think a lot of agents struggle because they just think, well, what on earth could I possibly write about? I, I, I write an email every day to, to my list. Sometimes it's incredibly insightful. Other times it's pretty rubbish. But I've got that commitment that I'll write that email every day. And in some cases, the more often you do it, the more excuse you've got to, to not have a beautifully crafted piece of work. So, so, so far you've said is, is number one, your marketing, the reason the state agent's not very good with marketing is that they confuse the difference between a message and the medium or media that you get the message out on. Yep. Number two, um, very short-termism short on their outlook. Um, and number three, they often talk about themselves and yep. not the person that you're trying to market to. Are there any other points? The fundamental one is a complete lack of differentiation, more often than not. Okay, but surely by doing those first three, that one will complete. That will sort itself out, won't it? Um, it will help, but I think you yeah, know. Is it different for different sake? I mean, as Seth Godin right finally said, is that just because you get dressed up in big purple Smurf morph outfits makes you different, but it doesn't make it relevant and interesting. No, it doesn't. But um, I'll I'll counter your Seth Godin with another Seth Godin. Like it. Uh, that if your customers just care about your price, it's because you haven't given them anything more interesting to care about. Okay. And um, I think more often... Well, that's not an instead of, that's an and. That's a... it, No, but I think agents... Wrong... I agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I do agree with that. I think agents wrongly think that the, the wider they cast their net, the better chance they've got of success. And the, 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 the truth is actually the opposite of that. The more you focus on a niche, be that... A particular type of property, be that a particular type of vendor, be that a particular area, and Very I cover that so. in Five Mile Famous. Um, the the tighter you are, the more likely you are to have success. I hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, the riches are in the niches, as yeah. they say. Yeah, niches. I know. Well, with a Mexican accent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time today, Neil. I'll see you on the next video where we'll be talking about networking and BNI. Thanks very much. Thanks.